Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here with the 74th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today, I'm going to be going through another hand from the same 10,000 euro high roller event from Deauville, France. In this hand, I'm in the big blind. I have 750,000 chips, which is a lot. And the small blind is a tight, aggressive European kid who has 220,000. We're playing 2,500, 5,000, so he has about 45 big blinds. And everyone folds to him in the small blind. And he likes to limp. And I have Jack of Diamonds, Three of Hearts in the big blind. So I think this is a standard spot just to check and see a flop. But I also think you could consider raising, especially if you get the vibe that your opponent's weak. I think if you're going to raise in this scenario, you typically want to make it about three to three and a half big blinds. I think anywhere in there is fine. Um, I would tend to go a little bit on the larger side with my bluffs, I think. It's probably a good idea, but obviously against a good European kid, you probably want to be somewhat balanced, so I would just make it the same with everything. And that's probably going to be roughly 15,000, although I, I could see 17,000 being ideal with every hand because I'm going to have way more trashy hands than I am value hands that I want to raise. Like, I don't know if I'm raising hands like King-10 here for value, for example. So if I'm not raising hands like that for value, I'm probably just going to have more bluffs in my range in general. And I probably want to take the line that's going to make my opponent fold most often. Um, I have Jack-3 offsuit, by the way, if I did not mention that. I have nothing. <laughs> um, so my opponent limp calls from the small blind to my three big blind raise. Comes nine seven three. I have a pair. Pairs are pretty good. Opponent checks. I decide to bet 15000 into the 34000 pot. I could go either way in the spot. If I had a hand, like say the board was instead Jack-9-7 and I had Ace-7, I'd probably be checking. But on 973, I think I need to bet because it's fairly easy for my opponent to have a hand like 5 4 that has plenty of equity or just any overcards that have a lot of equity. Also, if I check check the flop and my opponent bets the turn, unless I improve, it's going to be a pretty dicey spot because my opponent should have something on this board whenever he bets the turn. It's just so easy for him to have something given the range of hands that he should limp, be limp calling with, which is mostly middle card hands, big card hands, ace X type hands. Some maybe marginal pairs, maybe just stuff like King Six. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to say what he has, but it's at least something. It's not like seven two offsuit, right? So, I bet fifteen thousand, mostly for protection and value, which I think is fine. And my opponent calls, so the pot's sixty four thousand going to the turn. Turn is an eight offsuit eight. There is no flush draw available. My opponent checks, and I decided to just check behind in this spot. I think if I bet, my opponent's never going to fold a pair, and I lose to almost every pair. And if he does have a hand like ace-10 or queen-10, he's also not going to fold, and that hand has plenty of equity. So I think the only time I'm making my opponent fold is whenever he's just completely crushed, or just in bad shape in general, like with king-queen or something like that. But it's I really do think my opponent's going to have some sort of a pair on this board most of the time. So I like to check behind, and I'm just trying to get to showdown. Or make a straight on the river. Instead of a straight, I make three of a kind. A three comes on the river. And my opponent now bets 45,000 into the 64,000 chip pot, leaving himself 145,000 behind. So think about what you would do in this spot. Is, do you think you should raise or call? Obviously, we're not folding. So if my opponent is value betting, what hand is he probably... What hands? What, is, what are the weakest hands he will value bet in this spot? I think most people would value bet with any nine... Or any better hand. In order to have a better hand, though, he had to have limped with a hand like pocket tens. And I think that's pretty unlikely. Um, so the 
probably the best hand he's going to show up with here, or the worst hand he's going to show up with here is a nine. But there aren't very many hands between a nine and hands like straights, which he would also bet. And he certainly could have any of the straights. A lot of players will check call the flop with the gut shot draws, like jack 10, 10, 6. Um, probably doesn't have... I guess he could have 6, 5. Yeah, that would have been an, an open-ended on the flop. So he could conceivably have any of the straights. So if I raise on the river, is he going to call that raise with a 9? And I would probably guess no. So... Will he call the straight? And I think the answer is yes. So there's, I'm obviously not bluffing if I, I raise. I'm trying to get value. So thinking about the range of hands he could realistically have, will he call my river raise? And it's going to be an all-in raise, most likely, given the size of the pot. Pot's already 100,000 after his bet. So 110,000 after his bet. I don't really see many hands I can get value from. So even though I have the, well, one of the best possible hands I could have, I don't think I need to raise. And this comes up a lot in tournaments where you get to the river and you have a really good hand. And raising is probably going to be plus EV. Like if there were no payout implications or no stack conservation implications, raising's probably just fine because I have the best hand something like 90% of the time. But in a tournament, I don't think you're going to find too many people hero calling off with a hand like 10-9 for all of their stack. So I think I probably need to call here as crazy as that sounds. It's just really hard for my opponent to have anything great. Instead, what I did is I went all in. And actually, in the chapter by Matt Affleck in Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, my newest book project, he actually discusses going for somewhat thin value in tournament and generally applying pressure. And most of the time it is good. And the examples he used in the book I thought were fantastic. But here, I liked it to go for thin value, but I do not think this is a good spot for it for the reasons I just said. I broke down the guy's range. And I don't think the guy's range is going to be able to call a raise too often. I think he's going to have enough straights in his range to where he can easily bet call off with a decently wide portion of that range. And I don't think he has to defend it by calling with hands like a 9. So if you actually want to get a free 16-page extract of Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, go to holdembook.com. There's a link for it right at the top of the page. Also, if you buy the book, you can get a free bonus chapter. So... Check all that out. There's a ton of resources for you at holdenbook.com. So anyway, I did go all in in this spot for my opponent's 145000 more, and he beat me in the pot. So whenever he beats you in the pot, it means you lose. <laughs> he shows up with Jack-10. So he check-called flop with um, over cards. He actually had a backdoor flush draw. Turn, made the straight, check-check. River, he bets fairly big, trying to get called by a 9 or an 8 or a 7. Good play by him. Perhaps I could have read into his river bet-sizing, and recognize that whenever he's betting this size, it's very polarized, meaning he either has a bluff or he has a strong made hand. And if he has what he thinks is a strong made hand, my three is actually not in great shape. So I think I overplayed this a bit on the river. I think I made a mistake here. I should have definitely called. I, I'm obviously not trying to fold. We are losing our losing the at least the amount that our opponent bet on the river, but I think I lost 145000 too much. The only time I could realistically see shoving this river is when I think I have such an aggressive dynamic with my opponent that he's going to call my river raise with a very wide range, like any 9 or any 8, just because he thinks I'm crazy. And I don't know if I had that image, but I am raising Jack 3 offsuit, so maybe I did. <laughs> That's going to be it for this episode. Thank you all very much for watching and listening. Remember, you can watch the video version of this at jonathanlittlepoker.com under the blog tab. And also, if you want to get some of my audio books for free, you can get those at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash free, since you guys do enjoy listening and watching podcasts. 
audiobooks are probably right up your alley, so give it a try. That's going to be it for this episode. I'll talk to you next time.